Welcome, welcome, welcome to Make It Sacred Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Barr, and in this podcast, we are going to discuss all of the sacredness that life holds. (laughs) Yes, all of it. The challenges, the celebrations, and my favorite, the weirdness and the unordinary, and how all of these unique aspects of life can help deepen our own self-awareness, self-discovery, self-acceptance, and self-love. I'm here and I am inviting you to get weird and messy with me. I am so excited we're going to be on this journey together. Here we go. Hello and welcome back, Make It Sacred family. I'm so happy to be here recording episode one, season two of Make It Sacred, (sighs) which is going to go in a little bit of a different direction. I wasn't sure if Make It Sacred was going to come back. Everything that's been happening in this world and in this country lately has put us all into survival mode, and I feel has made it all but impossible for us to glean any kind of lessons from these challenges. And coming on here and reiterating and regurgitating the situations and the facts and the feelings that we all (laughs) are talking about and living in every single day, just that was not sacred to me. So it just, where the show had been going, it just didn't feel... It didn't, it didn't feel right to not acknowledge where we were at and talk about something completely different when this is so all-consuming for so many people. And so to come on here and talk about something like shadow work or, you know, somebody else's story of how they overcame this, that, or the other thing, which is still so important and super empowering, it just didn't seem relevant. It didn't seem authentic to the time. That being said, if you have listened to the podcast in the past and listened specifically to the Sisterhood Wound episodes with Anna Lillianwall, you have heard me talk about being like a quote-unquote modern-day mystic and all of the fear that goes on behind the scenes with that and I guess I kind of came out of that metaphorical broom closet at that time, but I still wasn't really talking about it like publicly on social media or in my practice or anything like that. And within the last few months, I have really come to realize that that is where my greatest joy comes from in connection with spirit and channeling and doing readings for people. And so I've started a new business where I'm doing readings professionally for those that don't follow readings with C on Instagram, a little bit of a backstory. I am an intuitive. I'm an empath. I'm a clairaudient, clairsentient, and clairvoyant. I have been since birth. I, I come from a long line of intuitives on both sides of my family. Some people who lean into their gifts and some who resist it. I received my first deck of tarot cards from my grandmother at the age of 12 and have been doing readings ever since then. I used to just do them for the occasional person who heard about me through a friend who I'd done one for or at like Halloween parties and things like that. I would do them at like yoga retreats and events that I held and workshops. Uh, So that's how people knew what I did, but I never really talked about it because honestly, I was, I was scared. I 
I didn't grow up in a religious household, but I did go through a period where I was Christian. I do have a lot of Christian friends, those from that period of my life and even those before. And I was worried. I was worried that I was going to make people uncomfortable. I was worried I was going to be judged or looked down upon for what I do and my gifts and what I believe. And over the course of the last year, I mean, this, (laughs) this year feels like a year. It's only been eight months, but I guess it's been six months of COVID and BLM and I can't even name everything right now because there's so much, there's just so much stuff. But along with all of those challenges, keeping me from working as much as I was in my acupuncture practice, I also went through some personal experiences that very much solidified that this is what I need to be doing in my life in order to feel fulfilled and happy and joyful. And I can tell you that being able to do this work on a regular basis now has completely shifted my energy and my life. I have never felt so connected and felt so much joy, so much passion, so much energy and desire to just jump out of bed every morning and have a dance party. Like I'm so, I'm so happy and I'm so connected. And I wanted to share that with you guys. And it wasn't something that I initially planned on doing. It was just something I was going to be doing on the side and and hopefully building a career out of. And then in a meditation one day, it came to me that I was supposed to be doing these weekly readings and recording them for the podcast and recording them to put on YouTube. So they will be up on my Readings with C YouTube channel as well if you want to watch me as I pull the cards and do the channeling. But I wanted to offer it here to make it sacred as well because I know that sometimes, you know, YouTube may be a little inconvenient or you don't have the time to sit and watch. So here we are. (laughs) This is where we're at. I will be doing these little weekly check-ins to tap into the energy of the astrology of the week, the energy of where we're at and kind of where we're headed, and most importantly, where you need to be focused so that you are the most solid and grounded you can be to be able to handle whatever comes next because none of us really know. So much has happened and so much will happen that I wanted everybody to feel like they had a little bit of support from the divine in this time. So enjoy the reading and I will talk to you guys next week. Sunday. I'm laughing at myself because, thank you, I've done this intro like at least 10 times. Oh, Virgo season. My moon is in Virgo, so I can be kind of a perfectionist when it comes to things like this. Sun is in Virgo, obviously. Moon is in Leo. So let yourself feel like the bad bitches you are. And then Moon is going to move into Virgo on September 15th. 
going to be a lot of Virgo energy in the air. Beware of perfectionism, expectations, feeling like everything needs to be just as you want it to be. Or don't let go of that and just know that it's coming and that it's going to happen and, and don't resist it. That's probably better advice. Probably better advice. Um, so I wanted to do just a, a little check-in for the week coming up, obviously. So we're talking about where the moon's going. Thank you. Um, some cards already came out that we can talk about. Let's see if there's anything else that wants to make itself known. You know it's going to be a really fun reading when you get the Devil card, the Tower card, and the Death card all in one fell swoop. This is going to be good fucking times. Are you ready? Okay, so we have the Empress. She is upside down. Where in your life are you feeling a lack of creativity, a lack of connection with the earth, a lack of connection with your own ability to tap into your divine feminine. So this can be about men or about women. Are you disconnected from your own power center to create something out of nothing? The Empress, the Empress is pure creation and fulfillment, fertility, everything that you associate with the Divine Feminine, that is the Empress. And maybe we're having a little bit of disconnection from that at the moment. We are in a phase of a lot of destruction right now. So how have you been feeling disconnected from your ability to create, from your ability to plant the seed and nurture them and nourish them and watch them bloom and flourish. That is what the Empress is asking of us today. We are in a state where we are very focused. This is coming up in almost every reading I'm doing, and it's not a coincidence that we are in an Emperor year and the Emperor card keeps coming up. It's a very strong energy this year of creating foundations. Not only Okay, so it's not, we are eradicating the foundations that we thought we had. We talked about this in the last reading a little bit. And now we're really focusing on what foundations do we want to create as we move forward that are going to be more sustainable than the foundations we thought we had created, but in reality, we're not able to withstand a lot of extreme pressure. So... In order to, okay, so in order to really allow that creative, <clears throat> excuse me, that creative energy to flow, we need to have that solid foundation. We need the divine feminine and the divine masculine to work together. Again, this is exactly what came up in the last reading. Um, we came from a lot of, uh, my hair is bothering me. 
I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm a Leo. Um, we came from matriarchal societies, we went polar opposite and had really intense patriarchal societies and religions, and now we're trying to find that blend, and so things need to be uh, eradicated and unearthed and destroyed in order to be able to find that harmony, and I personally, in a lot of the sessions I've been doing for myself, have, um, have been feeling like... There's a lot more destroying that needs to happen before we get there. So don't be afraid of that. Um, if this, re if this uh, card pull is any indication, uh, we, we really are going to be going through that. But um, that's not to be uh, a, a warning of sorts. It's not, it's not intended to create any fear. It's just about awareness of what is going on so that you understand the process and you can do everything in your power for yourself, your own mental, emotional, spiritual sanity to make the best of this time and thrive through it rather than falling victim to all of the things that are happening and all of the circumstances going on in the world. So there's definitely the energy of leading the charge into victory, but we're doing so in uh, from a place of connection to our passions and to our beliefs and to our um, convictions. It's not about... It's not coming from a place of worrying about money. It's not coming from a place of worrying about logistics. It's coming from a place of passion and drive and connection to our own spiritual centers. And I really feel like that's the direction that we are going to be going and seeing ourselves going in the future. And that is met only with victory. So we're seeing this momentum that's starting um, that has started, and it is just going to be building up steam and building up um, speed. So check in. Where, where do your passions and convictions lie? And, and when I say that, really ask yourself where your passions and convictions lie. Are they the passions and convictions of your parents? Are they the, the passions and the convictions of your current orbit of people that you surround yourself with? Are they the current are they the passions and convictions of the society or the city that you're living in right now or are they yours? The way that you can tell the difference is if you start to feel a sense of dis-ease, dissatisfaction, um fear, deep, visceral anger, because um, methinks doth, doth, I can't even say Shakespeare right now, methinks thou doth protest too much. You're welcome. Um, when you're fighting tooth and nail for something without checking in with rational thought, without checking in with your heart, without checking in with those around you, then you're not doing so from a place of empowered conviction. You're doing so from a place of fear and lack 
And probably it's not actually what you believe in. It's what you've been taught to believe in, um, what you've been told to believe in. And so you're, you're doing it out of a sense of duty or ego, and you're not doing it from a sense of place, uh, a sense and a place of purpose and alignment with self. So, so check in with that and see, see where you fall on the spectrum. And that might take that might make you feel uncomfortable. That might take you and lead you in, in places and areas of you, yourself, your psyche, your society that you may not want to go to or that you've been told to believe not to trust or whatever. I mean, there's so much dissension on both sides that, yeah, we don't even need to have that conversation. But um, checking in with your passion, your purpose and tapping into that feminine energy of creation rather than the masculine energy of destruction in order to help you understand like where to move forward from here. So kind of piggybacking onto that, we have a lot of things, a lot of information, a lot of... <sighs> opinions out there for everybody to see, for everybody to ingest all the time. <laughs> and it's, it's overwhelming and it's in abundance. And use your discernment because most of those things are going to be a trick. Most of those things are going to be an illusion. And it's not so much that anybody is out to get you. It's not that anybody is out to dupe you. It is more so about your inability to have such a strong connection to self and, and spirit that you are duping yourself because any Joe Schmo off the street is going to tout his opinion on social media and you're going to be like, oh, Joe Schmo said la 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 and that must be true. And it's an illusion. It's all an illusion. And most of the time fueled by fear or greed or ego. So don't let yourself be duped. Don't let yourself be tricked. Always come back to your truth and if you don't trust what you're reading, even the things that are supposed to be scientifically proven, whatever, like, it doesn't matter. I'm not here to say one way or the other, what's real, what's not real, what's true, what's not true. It doesn't matter to me. If you're in a place where you're really doubting and questioning everything, then it's saying, then just come here. Then just come here, come to the heart, come into yourself, come into your power center. If you've done human design, you know that your powers, our power centers can be in different locations for different people based on our birth chart. And and find out where your power center is and then and, and move forward from there. It's really all any of us can do right now, especially now. From that place, 
of empowered connection to self is when you can start to have newer, more fresh connections and ideas of what your passion and purpose are, right? Page of Wands. So it's this immature energy, not yet anywhere close to standing in his power or her power or their power, but not an ace. It's not brand new. This has been percolating for a while and now it's starting to, you know, move its way into adulthood, if you will. But it's still this immature energy. And so we have to start somewhere. And so this might come in a change of perspective. Um, it might come in a change of alignment, paradigm shifts. It might come in a lot of different ways, but we're, we're new on that journey. We're in adolescence. <laughs> we're in adolescence in, in, in figuring out where our passions are moving us forward. Right next to each other. Which is good and bad. It's not bad. It's good and it's challenging. Should I say that? It's empowering and it's challenging. At the same time, there's no bad. Erase that from your vocabulary. We have the tower card and the death card. Tower comes first, death comes second. The good news. The tower is all about destruction, elimination, burning shit to the ground so that we can start from scratch. It's not the most fun energy. It can be, depending on how you live your life. I love chaos and I love burning shit to the ground and I thrive on shattering myself open over and over again. I thrive in this energy. Whether that's because that's what my spirit came to do or whether it's past trauma, who the hell knows? I don't know. But that's beside the point. Um, this, this is, it's powerful deconstructing energy. This is the energy that I have been feeling in all of the channeling sessions I've been doing personally for myself for, and collectively in the last week. It's a lot. It's followed very closely by the death card, which is death and rebirth. So the good news is it's probably going to happen really fast. It's probably going to be very quick procession, progression of these two cards. Um, in the meantime, it's probably going to be a little crazy. So what do we need to do? in order to ground ourselves, help ourselves, connect ourselves with spirit, nurture ourselves, nourish ourselves. What do we need to do, guys? Tell us, tell us. So again, death is not physical death. It's metaphorical death. And after death comes rebirth, the cycle of life. So what's, what's dying is what needs to die for the circle of life to continue. And, and that's not 
a bad thing, right? It's just how things go. It's just the cycle. That's just how the cycle goes, how it works. It's just how the cycle goes. <laughs> it's literally just going to say that. Wheel of Fortune, Karma, Fate, Destiny, what goes up must come down. It's just the cycle. Okay, so we have justice. He's inverted, which is not surprising because justice for one person in this time is not justice for someone else. That is how conflicted we are as a society right now. So pulling the justice card upright wouldn't make any sense anyways because there will not be an overarching sense of justice. It's just not going to happen. That doesn't mean that we're not moving in the right direction, even if it doesn't feel like it sometimes. I feel like this goes without saying, but the message that I'm getting now is regardless of what side you're on, if you're even on a side, regardless of what you believe, regardless of the outcome, your own personal beliefs, your own personal mission statement never changes. Don't waste your time trying to persuade other people, change other people's minds, shame and blame other people. It's literally a waste of time and energy. What will happen will happen. No matter what happens, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be fine. And I know that that can be hard to hear when you are in the middle of probably some of the worst experiences of your life. 
And it might be very callous to say that death is just a cycle that happens. But for me, it doesn't feel callous because I don't see death as an end. I see it as just a part of like one incarnation of thousands. Um, I mean, that's just my, that's just my personal opinion. But regardless of what happens, everything will be okay. Everything is happening exactly as it should to move us forward on the path that we are meant to be on in this life, in this incarnation, in this time and space and the linear idea of time. Spirit's not fucking around, you guys. <laughs> They're being kind of rude. Okay. Many wars were fought before. Many kings and queens rose up and fell. We studied them in history class. We didn't cry about it. There's impermanence in everything. And it's okay to feel all of the feels and to grieve all of the losses. But don't let that steal your ability to feel joy. Don't let that steal your ability to feel pleasure. Don't let that encompass your entire life. And that's not to say that for those of us who are feeling called to be on the front lines and fight the good fight, shouldn't do that. That's your purpose here in this incarnation. But don't let the hatred and the anger steal the beauty that is still available to you. Don't let emotions dictate. Don't let the negative emotions dictate the quality of your life. I had a reading earlier and one of the things that came through, which I think is super relevant right now, is Even when you're feeling shame, 
even when you're feeling grief, even when you're feeling fill in the blank with any undesirable emotion. That doesn't mean that you can't also live in the space of energy that you are cultivating for your life. So for those who have followed me for a long time or have studied Danielle Laporte or Mastin Kip or any of those beautiful angels, they're really big on like setting a word, setting a word intention or word intentions. What are your core desires? So if like my core desires are, I don't know, a fancy speedboat and a European vacation and a $6 million house, my actual desires are freedom, spontaneity, adventure, security, expansion. Those are the words. Those are the core desires. So the core desires that you want to be feeling in your life, whatever they are, you can use the words I used or use your own. You don't have to not be in that space when you're feeling the heavy stuff. So for example, if one of your words is playful or spontaneous, what does grief look like playfully? How does it look when you dance it? How does it look when you draw it? How does it look if you, you know, connect with the earth and pour that out into the, I don't know, like there's so many, how does it look if you paint it? Like there's so many different ways to be playful and experience grief at the same time. There's so many ways to experience grief and spontaneity at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. We got this woman last time, Queen of Swords, reminding us. To lead from a place of logic and rationality, Re respond, do not react during this time. We may feel the desire to help out everybody around us. We may feel like we can't do enough for enough people. I know I feel that way. Pause. You have to fill up your own cup first. You have to be able to give back to yourself first. You have to be able to receive first before you can start being generous with time, money, energy. So pause for a moment. Check why. Are you doing it because of guilt? Are you doing it because of shame? Are you doing it out of the kindness of your heart? Are you doing it because you think you have to? Why are you doing this? How can you give back to yourself instead? And I don't mean like self-care. I don't mean like nourishing your food with like organic food and like taking a bubble bath. This came up in my last reading too. Those are nourishing for your physical body. How can you nourish your spiritual and emotional body?
If you were able, if you were able to take the same energy that you get from taking a bubble bath for your physical body to your spirit, what would that look like? For you. That's when we can start to connect to our inner creator. We understand the subconscious. We understand the shadow. We understand ourselves. We're connected to the stars, the universe. Now it's time to share the gifts. Now we can come from an empowered place to be able to step forward in offering what we have to those who want to hear it. (laughs) I'm going to come back to that because that was a really strong one. To those who want to hear it, your vibe attracts your tribe. I hate little cliches like that, but in this case, it's so appropriate. We're never going to be happy with what everyone's doing at all times. It's never going to happen. You could literally spend your entire life trying to convince all the people that are not doing what you're doing to do what you do. Nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. It won't change anything and you will have wasted your life. Because what's going to happen is going to happen. Can you trust Can you trust that this is happening for a reason and a purpose? How much faith do you have in anything, whatever you want to call it? It will all be okay. It will all be okay. Anything else before we wrap up? I had these in the entire time and I don't even think that can... Oops. I tapped on my earbud because I didn't think they were connected and it, um, (laughs) it stopped the video. (laughs) Oh dear. This is where we're at, peeps. Okay. You want to show them a pretty card? What pretty card do we want to end on today? shuffles and we're out oh that's not an ending card oh my you have a choice
You can either get wrapped up in all of the bullshit or you can step back and witness it from a higher perspective. It's not to say that you shouldn't pursue your passions and your convictions, but don't get swept up in them. Don't let them control you. You are the master. You are the master of your mind, of your heart. Should not be the other way around. Okay. That was it. That was the last, that was the last message. All right, loves. Let me know if you have any questions for me. Let me know if you want me to clarify anything. And if you want to book a reading with me, DM me on IG or go to readingswithc.com and I would be happy to help you. I'll see you guys soon.